All right, uh, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. Got a special guest on the show today, uh, music artist Kevlar Sick. How you doing? What's up, man? How you doing? Right. Love to be here, bro. Appreciate the service, man. Good thing, man. Right, no Been problem. a fan of that, that, that video, man, with Lil Flip, dog. I'm telling you, man, you getting it, bro. You getting it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Just grinding and just trying to uh, do what everybody else doing, man. Trying to uh, make it somewhere, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for uh, anybody out there that ain't never heard of um, Kevlar Sick, we're going to start off by playing one of his songs, and then after that, we'll uh, jump into the interview. Salute, salute. I Appreciate that, dog. Man, I tried to get it in the movie, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, man. They said I was too late, man. They they liked the song, the uh, the producer, man. I was like, oh, I didn't know the game, bro, because you're supposed to submit the song a year ahead of time. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. That that tripped me out because she said it's good music. She said I uh, definitely could see that in the movie, and then uh, the stunt devil, he was like, man, why don't you try for John Wick Five? So I'm definitely going to do that, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, before we start, man, I see you had a picture of 50 on your page. Well, that's like a meet and greet type of thing. Uh, what, what was that all about? Yeah, man. Me, uh, when I was at, uh, it was a meet and greet, man. I seen him and uh, uh, chopped it up with him, talked to him for a minute. I was surprised, bro, that like 50 was really there, man. At first, I thought it was a gimmick. I was like, man, are they lying? So we went up there, uh, chopped it up with him. Cool dude, cool brother, man. Real cool dude, bro. Um, he was like, uh, he was like, nice to meet you and all that. And uh, I told him, I was like, don't forget my name. We're gonna make a song together, right? And 50 was like, ha, ha, for sure, for sure. He was like, all right, brother, I'm definitely gonna keep your name alive. And I was like, You serious? I was like, Yeah, man. I tried to spit for him, but the security guards was like, no, nah. I said, Oh, man, it was a long line, so. You know, it's all business at the end of the day, but I'm definitely going to get that track with 50 one day. Yeah, absolutely, man. So first off, uh, tell the people where you're from and how old are you? 
originally Las Vegas, Nevada. I call it Mafia City. That's my nickname for the city. The city that never sleeps. I'm 35 years old. Been rapping since I was 13. Okay, that's what's up, man. So uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear your hometown? Oh, man. I would say casino lights, man. Constant, like, constant, constant, nonstop activity, bro. Las Vegas is constant. It's 24 hours. You always got something to do. This is the only city where you could be hungry at 3 in the morning go get you a full steak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can get you a steak at 3, 4 in the morning, man. You know, it's just it's crazy, man. I remember uh, me and the homies was hungry like 4 in the morning, man. We went to go get eggs. I'm like, you can't do that nowhere else besides New York, probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, for anybody that ain't never been in your hometown before, just uh, – Kind of uh, go in detail of, you know, the things you had to overcome as a kid slash teenager growing up in that city. Some of the obstacles you had to overcome, you know, two-parent household, things like that. What well, obstacle I had, man, they named me the Miracle Child because I was sick as a little boy. They actually got my picture at uh, at you know, uh, UMC Hospital. I was sick for two years. I was supposed to die. And they told my mom to pull the plug but she never did. So that means God had me here for a reason. You know, she never gave up. They said I wasn't going to make it. If they don't uh, pull the plug now, I'm just going to be a sick kid. I can't walk. I won't be able to talk. And I overcome that. Look, 35 years old, man, 35 years old. And they saying that I couldn't talk. So no matter what, you got to have faith in God through anything, bro. And far as city, you know, it's just like any other city, man. You got your urban neighborhoods, your gangs, you know, we on the West coast. So, I went to an all crip school, Rancho High. Oh my God, it was it was terrible, man. It was terrible. I seen some heads get busted a couple times, bro. But you know, I rapped a lot, man. So a lot of people respected my skills. I was a lyricist. I used to win the contests. Like we would throw like contests, rapping contests, battle rapping, and all that. And they all knew me around the city. So and it's just it's terrible because I feel like when they only think of West Coast, they only think of California, man. You know. We got so much other talent out here. We got Vegas. We got Phoenix, Arizona. We got Seattle, Washington. It's a lot of MCs on the West Coast, man. I just wish that the West Coast would stick together like how the South is. You know what I'm saying? Or how the East Coast is. We need that unity on the West, man. Yes, it is other cities out here. Vegas is one of them, bro. We got a lot of talent. A lot of talent, brother. That's what's up. Uh, so you, you had a single-parent household growing up? Uh, no, I had both parents. My dad was a was a worker. My mom was totally opposite because my dad was a church person. My mom was a go getter, hustler, money maker, you know, slash comedian. She actually was a a showgirl dancer, man. That wanted the casinos, man. She knew Red Fox, you know. She knew uh, uh oh my God, Red Fox, Richard Pryor, uh, Red Fox, man. My dad, oh man, he's. <laughs> He used to get jealous because Red Fox would always try to holler at my mom while he was there, man. And my dad would just shake his head, put his head down. I said, Red Fox is a straight comedian, man. I tell him to this day, I was like, man, Red Fox stole your woman, huh? And he'd just look at me with a mean face. <laughs> but yeah, RP, man. And then we got a bunch of celebrities in the family, man. We got a bunch, man. Uh, mom told me we were related to Jared Levert, man. So I was like, that's, that's what's up. I didn't know that. You know, because the family's pretty big. And uh, um, Renardo Ray, the dude who was on Friday, that was like, no, you want some of me, old man? That's actually my actually blood cousin. 
No, okay. That's crazy. But yeah, man, it's just mom, pops, you know, two opposite tracks, you know, lower middle class. You know, we had struggles like anyone else, man, you know. So, but I feel like if you overcome anything, man, in your life, man, you're gonna get through it, you know. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. Do you uh do you got any siblings? Yeah, I got uh two older brothers and one younger sister. Okay. One was a football, like football dude, man. He could have made it, but he got injured. Yeah, he was Arizona State. He could have been NFL, man. That sucked. And I got a middle brother, you know, he was a straight gangster. <laughs> straight gangster, bro. He locked up right now. I love that nigga to death, though, but that's bros, though, man. My sister educated, intelligent, strong black woman, man. You know what I'm saying? She's real, like, pro-black, strong person. I got much respect for all my siblings, though. You know, they all have their talents within themselves, you know? Okay. Strong family, man. Strong black family household, dog. Oh, well, what type of activities you was into when you was a kid? Oh, man, I was into a lot, bro. We played football. I did a lot of boxing at Taco's Gym. Shout out to Taco's Gym. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got hit in my mouth a couple times. I ain't hit other people in their mouth a couple times. Thank God, no knockout. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight. I got no knockouts. But, yeah, that was that was the, the fun. Because, actually, I wanted to be, like, the two things I wanted to be was a boxer and a comedian. The music came along because I've been writing poetry since I was 13. You know, so... I would do that, the music, uh, the boxing, football, stuff like that, man. We kept it up. And uh, street-wise, I kind of hustled on the side, but, man, I just feel like that wouldn't – it was for me, man. You know, I did my little dirt in the streets, stuff like that, but I was like – a lot of OGs is like, man, get into the music. You know, you got talent, do the music, stay out of these streets. Because I got homies right now that's locked up, and I got friends that's locked up. I mean, uh, cousins that's locked up, and – at the end of the day, the streets ain't worth it, man. You know, if you got talent, use it. Don't end up as a statistic, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so as far as your family and your close circle, man, did you have anybody involved in the music business or are you the first one to go down that path? As far as close family? No, nobody. My dad used to sing in the church. You know, black people, we got real strong ties in the church. My sister got talent. She could blow, bro. She really, she got talent. She could sing. But far as like pursuing it as a profession, no. No one that I know of, uh, that I closely know of, that actually made it. I wish, but nah. So what would you say really led you to doing music? Honestly, Pac. Tupac, man. Pac, man. That's one of the legends right there, bro. Man, he actually influenced me because the first time I heard him, man, it was like a gravitational pull, man. You just heard his pain and his struggle and his music. I remember it was like probably 95, 96. I think it was, no, it was me against the world. My my, my older brother was playing it, you know, because they grew up in a generation in the 90s when it was lyricism and stuff like that. So when I first heard it, I think it was me against the world, the song on the album, and he played it. And I was like, man, I want to do what that guy does. Like the lyrics and then the power he was getting, I'm seeing my brother's friends, they would listen to him and, and quote the lyrics. Oh my God, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, that leads me into your next, the next question. Uh, 
um, who were some of your favorite artists uh, growing up who you like listening to? I know you said Tupac, but uh, who else did you grow up listening to? Oh, uh, man, uh, Eminem. Me and Eminem got the same birthday, bro, October 17th. Eminem, lyricist, oh, my skillful dude. Uh, Ice Cube, of course, greatest storyteller ever. Um, who else? Eminem, Ice Cube, uh, Snoop, of course. Come on, man. You can't go out without Snoop. Dr. Dre, uh, that's one of the people I want to get signed to. Dre, uh, Sticky Fingers, The Game. The Game got some lyrical content. See, I like lyricists. I like people who actually can put that pen and paper, man, and who actually can actually really spit. That's my thing. And uh, Kendrick, Kendrick, well, as far as the new school, you know what I'm saying? I like Kendrick, but growing up, Ice Cube, Pac, Snoop, Eminem, I like uh, Tech Nine. Tech Nine is sick. Man, I can go on forever, bro. Interview be like 20 minutes and be just naming rappers, bro. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So take me back to the first time when you went to a recording studio. Uh, was it kind of easy for you to grasp the concept or was it kind of a rough patch at first? The first song I recorded was I Smell Money with my boy Tana. And it was the first time I actually went to an actual studio. And no, uh, no, 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 no. First song I recorded was before that. It was This Way, my first song I ever did. This is at, uh, uh, what studio was it? Digital Insight. Digital Insight on Maryland Parkway, bro. And I was so nervous, bro. I had to go pray in the bathroom, bro. I can't lie to you, man. It was, it was, it's nerve-wracking because you see all that equipment, man. And then uh, my boy Keon was like, bro, just relax, calm down, you got this. Because he was the one, one of the dudes who actually believed in my, my rhymes. Because I would spit, but I would spit silently. And then he was like, man, spit that louder. And I was spitting it louder. He was like, bro, you got skills. He was like, man, take that seriously. So I brought him to my first session. And he calmed me down. He told me to spit on the mic. He was like, just thinking, you just you being by yourself, dog. Just thinking you being by yourself while you in that vocal booth. Ain't nobody around. Close your eyes and spit the bars. So I did that, came out, and uh, they pushed play, and I couldn't believe my voice, bro. I was like, that's me? And uh, the engineer was like, that's sick. He was like, that's sick. He was like, how long you been doing it? I was like, my first recording is today. He was like, you lying. You lying, bro. He was like, you lying to me, bro. I'm like, no, nah, you recorded my first song. And that that's a memorable moment, man. I'll never forget that moment, man. Shout out to Tanner, man, my boy Tanner. Yeah, so uh, as far as your process, are you more of a freestyler or a writer? A writer. Always write my rhymes, man. Always write. Make sure everything is like, and I try to be unique when I write. The metaphors, the personifications. So I try to be lyrical as possible. Not every song, but yeah, I got to write. You got to write. You got to have some skills, man, on that microphone when you're writing, bro. Freestyling, that's probably... Something I do when I'm bored or something like that. I can spit. I can freestyle for sure. But if you're going to write and make it crafty and unique and skillful, I say write. That's way better. Okay. So uh, take me back. So when you recorded your first song and uh, people were saying they liked it and things like that, what would you say that was the moment that you – got the confidence to know that you could pursue the music or was it another moment? 
No, that was the moment, bro. That was the moment. That was legendary. When people reacted to it, the reaction means everything in music, man. Like, till this day, like, when I played the John Wick song to people, and they were like, oh, man, that is sick. And then they were talking about the music video was sick. When you get those reactions, that gives, like, a, it puts a battery on your back, man, and it motivates you, man. It really does. It motivates you all the way to, like, the apex, bro. Like, this way, when I, because I went to Santa Monica, after I recorded the song and I hit, I like, I handed out demos. You know, that's back in the day. You can't handle no demo now. They laugh your ass out, out the door, bro. But like, this had to be 2012. I went out to LA, went to Santa Monica, handed my demo, and I'm seeing people literally. The UPS dude was bumping my music, bro. Bumping my music, delivering. That was that tripped me out because I threw one in the truck and he came back. He was bumping my music, man, and he gave me a salute. That yeah. tripped me out, bro. That really tripped me out. <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. True uh, story. So as far as uh, your situation right now, um, I know you say you're independent, but uh, would you sign to a major if it made sense? Yeah, man. Actually, if it made sense, definitely, man. If you can get, like, uh, if you could negotiate a good deal, then definitely, if you got, because right now, man, it takes a lot of money to make artists, man, like, Think about it. I heard Jay Prince tell uh, Jazz Prince when they discovered Drake, he said, find an artist. He said, I got $2 million to back him. You know, that's that's major money, bro. But I'm not saying you can't make it independent. You know, you, you definitely can because you really don't need a record label because all you need is just a couple dollars behind you, record the song, put it on Spotify, pay for promotion, and then you're good. Get a good cameraman, you know, and then that's social media. That's a big thing right now. That really is a big thing. But that's your question. Right now, yes, I was signed to a so uh an actual record label. I got a uh, this guy that I was talking to, man, that really likes the music that could be interested. So hopefully that goes through, man. You know? Oh, absolutely. So um how- shout out my boy Joey. That's the guy too. Shout out Joey, man. So uh how often do you go to the studio now? Um, last time I went was like last week. Usually I try to go three days a week, three days a week, knock out a song. Um, and, uh, pretty much just, just kind of keep at it. Be relentless. That's the best way to be. You got to be relentless. Yeah, I can feel that. So describe, uh, have you done any shows yet? Yeah, definitely, man. I've done, uh, I did the house of blues. This is back in, back in the day when they had like the, um, the amateur shows I did. Uh, I actually got footage of where I did uh, one of the lounges up here. I, I sent that to your DM, bro. Good show. We had a major group. I had a whole band with me, man. That would that tripped me out, man. Whole entire band with me, bro. The shows I give are actually good. I try to invest money into it because I try to give like awesome show because I just don't want to be like just the window rapper that stands right there and just raps. You know, you actually want to give these people what they want, man. You got to give them an actual good show. So I have about two hype man. I got a drummer. I got an electric guitarist. So it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. So uh, for anybody that never been to your city, describe the music scene in your city and kind of describe the other local artists around there. Do they collab with each other? Things like that. Right now, uh, who I know of right now, 
my boy Tanner. Right now, he's he's pretty much killing the game right now, bro. That dude's he's a monster. He really is, man. I shout out to him. Uh, my boy Factor, man. He was he toured with a. We had an artist named Quadir. He toured him. He was a local monster, man. He had pictures of him all on the bus. That was that was bananas, man. And then we got a murderers click. They some uh some rappers from here. Them dudes was 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 lyrical killers, man. They could have made it. But one of them passed, unfortunately. But uh, uh, I heard that one of them is still doing music, though. But uh, other than that, man, I haven't really been. Uh, I really haven't been like watching the local rappers. I've been so focused on myself. But uh, oh, another guy, uh, boy, radio station guy, man. He's actually supporting us, man. Named Charles from the radio station out here. Shout him too. Oh, that's what's up. So as far as uh, uh, collabing with people, uh, do you got anybody um, on your hit list right now that you want to uh, do music with right now, or are you just uh, doing your own thing right now? Right now, uh, local or mainstream? Uh, it doesn't matter. Mainstream? Man, I want to I wanna sign with Dre, bro. I would love to have Dre on my beat and then have a song with Eminem. That's one of the people I really, really want to do a song with, bro. I got to get M on the track, bro. <laughs> got to mess with M, man. M, M, M all day, dog. It's other rappers I want to mess with too, Bert, but M's on top of the list. Oh, absolutely. So um, for the people that keep up with you, your fans out there, uh, list some things you like doing in your spare time when you're not doing music. Honestly, what I like doing is uh, pretty much working out boxing um man just basically trying to get it man advertising promoting just getting it if not i'm working that's pretty much all i do i feel that man gotta go man oh man relentlessly constantly grinding man (laughs) so uh what are your short and long term goals man what do you want to accomplish far as now, hopefully get the attention of Dr. Dre. You know, that's one of my, my like, my major goals. In the future, I would love to be on John Wick 5, to have that song you just played on John Wick 5. Have, like, that on the the intro or the outro, man. Um, I got a song for the Equalizer for the movie that's coming out at the end of the, um, the, end of the, uh, the year. So I'm gonna try to send that over and see how it see how it goes, man. If I get that on there, man, let me back on the show, bro. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna shout you out too, man. You already knowing. <laughs> yeah, so uh for 2023, man, just list some things you got coming up for 2023, you know, EPs, albums, uh features, things like that. Right now I'm in the talks. I got a song with uh, you know, Phoenix from No Limit. You said who? You know, Fiend from No Limit, mm-hmm. Mr. Womp from No Limit uh, back in the day. I heard I heard that saying before, but I didn't never yeah, yeah. know who that was. Oh man, Fiend got, got got killer skills, man. I got a song with him coming. Um let me see. Hopefully I can get on the um uh, I don't know if I can say this, man, but they got a um I got a song with RBX, Snoop Dogg's cousin, and we in negotiation are trying to put it in a documentary. 
but I'm not gonna say which one. But hopefully, I can get in that though. Um, that's in that's in the talks. Um, let me see. Uh, we got some concerts that we're trying to do. I got my boy talking about doing something for the summer, so I got that going. Uh, what else? Uh, the Equalizer. I'm gonna try to get my song in the Equalizer before the movie come out. I'm not gonna try to make the same mistakes I did with John Wick. So uh, that's pretty much it, man. Just focus on that, grinding, doing the music, trying to get my music, my music in the movies. It's being relentless. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, how how do you want people to perceive you? Oh man, honestly, as a musician or as a person, you know, in general. As a person, I would say as a good person, you know, somebody who actually tried to become something and and would always help people, you know, because that's the type of person I am. If I get it, my whole team gets it. That's always been the structure of me, you know. If anybody tells you about me, they know that that's the type of person I am, man. Loyalty is everything. Loyalty is key to me. Uh, as far as the music, I want to be known as one of the greatest lyricists, you know. Let me, I want to be known as... Let me be in the top 10, you know? Top 10 is cool with me, bro. You know, I want to be up there with Jay-Z, Eminem, Nas, man. That's why I try to go so hard when it comes to music. You know, I love lyrical content. That's my thing. Lyrical content, good beats, good hooks. That's my thing, big dog. Okay. So give me your, give me your top five, man. Give me your hip-hop Mount Rushmore, man. Give me your top five. Man. Does that have to be an order or I could just name uh, no, I don't have to be all in order. Uh, Pac, Eminem, Nas, Jay-Z, and Cube. Top five. They got to be the top five. That's a song. I wish you would have said top ten. I still got more names. <laughs> yeah, we get, that's a solid five right there, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Salute, bro. Yeah, man. So uh, closing remarks, man. Uh, anything else you want to let the people know that you got going on and let people know how to keep up with your social media, YouTube channel, all that good stuff? Oh, uh, definitely, dog. Hey, make sure y'all check out my website, man. Kevlarsick.com, man. E-V-L-A-R-S-I-I-C-K-K.com. I always got some good content. Check out that John Wick music video. It's sick. Uh, give Las Vegas artists a shot, man. You know, it's more than just L.A. You got Vegas, you got Phoenix, Arizona, Seattle, Washington. You know, we need to start working together, man, as far as the West Coast. L.A. and Vegas need to link up, and we need to do this, man. You know, let's go back and dominate, man, for real. Oh, I forgot. I got a song that I want Lil John on, man. If he ever hear this, bro. Man, Lil John, man, I'm looking for you, man. I hit you on the DM, man. Holla at your boy, man. We got to get in the lab together, bro. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. But yeah, I appreciate you uh coming on the show, man. You know, uh anytime you want to come on the show, uh just hit me up. Uh and um you know, I drop episodes every Monday at uh midnight. You know, this episode will uh come out towards the uh the end of June or beginning of July. So for sure, for sure. But uh yeah, man, uh, and I, I don't just do interviews either, man. Like, uh, I talk about real stuff, too, whether that be relationships, child support, police brutality, all that stuff. So Definitely, uh, definitely. So We definitely had those conversations, especially what happened, you know, the last thing that just happened with the five officers. That was crazy, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah man. But uh, but yeah, man. Appreciate it, you, brother. Yeah, everybody. Uh, go check out uh Kevlar Sick Man. Uh, dope artist. Go follow him on Instagram. All that good stuff. Click the link in his bio. Got some real good stuff on his website. Um, and just get out of the norm of um, you know, gotta have a balance, man. Go check out some of the people in the underground, man. We ain't got to keep looking at the mainstream people that we see every day on Instagram, you know, because nine times out of ten, you're never going to meet those people. Or you get, right, right. Or, or get clo close enough to those people to even say what's up to them or whatever. So let's try to normalize supporting the people on the come up, man. And uh, I appreciate everybody that's been supporting the podcast we almost at 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. So um appreciate the support. And everybody be on the lookout, man. Got a couple of big interviews coming up uh, a couple of months from now with uh, PBE Pluto. Um, NBA young boy, Quando Rondo's uh, producer that drops in May. And, uh, you know, uh, just be on the lookout for more dope content, man. Go, go in the works of trying to get free Ray Ricky Ross on here right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. But uh, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, you have a good night. All right, brother. Appreciate it, man. You too. Salute.